Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com. But for now, here is today's episode. What is going on, my friends? And welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, aka Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. Well, I am finally back in action here after the wisdom tooth surgery, and I am, well, for those that don't know the story, basically what happened is I have four wisdom teeth, and all of them are impacted, and I waited super long to get any of them out. I got the first one out two years ago, which was extremely dumb. I just didn't want to get all four out. I didn't feel a need to do that. I thought I could risk it. And it did work for two years, obviously. But then another one started acting up, and the pain got bad enough that I went to the um, the surgeon, and he basically just said, listen, you're going to come in in like a few days. We're going to get these out, and we're going to be good to go. And I trusted them, so I said, all right, I got the other three out, and again, all three, well, all four total, but all three this time were impacted as well. And it was just, it was not fun. It hurts. And the jaw is very sore at this point. But I'm getting to the point where I can kind of talk normally. Uh, but forgive me if something sounds silly on this episode or like I have a lisp or even slurring. That is just because of the words being messed up with the jaw. And I could keep trying to re-record each part, but at some point it just gets a little ridiculous. So I think I should be good for this one, but it is mostly just sore. And I'm happy to be bringing some interviews back to you guys pretty soon. What um what we had to do is skip Monday of this week, if you're listening to this at the time that it dropped, which is a Thursday. But we will be back again with interviews coming up soon. I actually have some interesting ones. One is going to be a client that has a really powerful mental health story and then got some resolution or at least some relief after all these years of suffering and going through the Western medicine route. So listen up for his episode. We did that actually in response to one of the comments that someone left in our reviews. So thank you. We do actually read those. We do check those out. And someone said it'd be great to hear what a client is like, not just someone who's a practitioner. Even if they have an amazing story, it'd still be cool to hear from the client themselves. And so we're going to do that. We're bringing one on, and that might not be the only time that we do that. But this one was just low-hanging fruit. I knew he's a good friend, and he has spoken professionally. So he's a really great storyteller. You guys are uh, in for a treat with that one. And then on the topic of mental health, we'll have our friend Dr. Josh Friedman on. I interviewed him, my gosh, almost four or five years ago now for a separate podcast. And Dr. Josh Friedman is a psychologist, and he obviously turned functional. That's why uh, we're having him on. But he is very well-versed in amino acid therapy. And somehow in 200-something episodes, we've never had someone on to talk just about that. I find myself saying that a lot. And I guess, I don't know if I'm actually surprised. <laughs> because... 200-something episodes seems like a lot, but then I always forget we are in the world of, like, medicine here. That's what we're talking about. And it's just a massive topic that never ends. So maybe that's why it seems like we don't hit on things sometimes that you, you'd think we would have hit on in 200-something episodes. But I'll look out for him. That guy's great, and I think I am a little better versed 
at the topic this time, meaning that I will have better questions for him. Last but not least, we have two places that you can join us for events that are upcoming in the near future. One, and this is one if you can make it to, I would highly recommend getting there. Maybe you live locally or just want to come in even for a day. We have a ton of FDN staff coming down and a lot of practitioners will be in attendance in the audience. It is KetoCon 2023 in beautiful Austin, Texas. That is at the end of this month. Let me check out when. Okay, that is going to be Friday, April 21st till uh, Sunday the 23rd. I can't even, I'm trying to think of how many people are going to be there from the staff. Let's go through the list. We got Reed Davis, founder of FDN and his wife. Reed's going to be keynoting. I'll be there with my girlfriend. Um, Ryan Monahan, clinical advisor, and Lindy Curtis, his significant other, are going to be there. And Lindy actually works in part of our affiliate and marketing department nowadays. Um, Brenda is going to be there. And Brenda just came on the team for some marketing stuff. Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, oh, Elizabeth Gaines, duh. She is the course supervisor at this point. So you guys will see her if you are trainees. You definitely know her very well. I, I got to be missing someone because I know that there's, again, a lot of people coming. Oh, Brianne Gates is coming. She was just on. She's my fellow course enrollment advisor, which will lead me to my last event in just a second or a last announcement. The other event that is going to be less attended by staff, but I'll be there for whatever that's worth to you, is we will officially be at the CellCore conference May of 2023. That is going to be in Boise, Idaho. I've only been to Idaho one time for probably a few hours, so I'm excited to get to go to Boise. That's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, you can see me there. And I know a lot of um, FDN practitioners are going to be there in attendance. So it's not going to be like well-staffed by us per se, but there's going to be a ton in attendance, super cool event, very educational. So check out that as well. Final announcement is if you don't know already, the reason Brian Gates made me think about that is because I actually joined FDN in the course enrollment team side. It was a, it was a tricky thing. It was tough, but for those of you that have been listening for a while, um, my job outside of this is I speak professionally in schools, and I would still do that. It is not something I've taken away. But historically, I've done that mostly, like majority of the time, through a nonprofit, which is wonderful. And I loved being able to serve that organization. And they let me speak way more than you ever could really independently. You would have to be famous to be speaking as much as I was um, through that organization. But it's a nonprofit. And so it's getting to a point where even though I love that work and it is one of the best things that has ever happened to me in my life, the issue is the amount of time that I'm putting into that for the money that a nonprofit is able to provide. At 27 years old, that's just, it's no longer sustainable for me. I have a girlfriend that we're planning a future together. We have other endeavors that we want to be a part of. And it just made more sense to be able to make salaried income while being at home. You know what I mean? Like I can be at home here right now or I can be traveling with my girlfriend and we can go do that somewhere else. But I'm adding like 50 to 60,000 miles a year to my car. My re record year was 70 plus thousand miles, believe it or not. And you guys would think I'm stupid if you I told you how much I was making doing that. It's nowhere near justified to be adding that much mileage to my car and the time that I'm spending leaving the house at 5 a.m. to drive two hours, go do six presentations in a day, drive two hours back, and then still need to work other jobs outside of it just to um, survive. It's Your heart's in the right place, but your brain needs to get a... <laughs> get in the right place as well. So I'll still be doing that, doing it independently, but I did join FDN now. And my point in mentioning that is if you are ever interested 
in talking about the FDN course, maybe you've been considering uh, pursuing it, you can now talk to myself or Brianne Gates at the time of recording this. I believe there will be someone else coming on soon. That's why I say at the time of recording this, but I will have the link below. It is fdntraining.com slash call. That's fdntraining.com slash call, and it will be in the show notes. With that said today, if you can't already tell by my incredibly long intro, I'm flying solo, and this is going to be a shorter topic. It's not going to be a 50-minute episode, but since I haven't been able to really talk for the last week and a half, I'm feeling chatty despite the pain, and I wanted to talk to you guys about something really cool that we just discovered for my in-person business where my my girlfriend and other people do FDN-type stuff, and we have other practitioners there, and it's about the financing. And I did not know FDNs would get approved for this, and we certainly did. And I have to shout out my friend Kim Boehm. She's been on before. Kim was the genius that brought this to me. I think it's amazing, and I cannot even imagine how much this would help other people's businesses in the world of FDN. I will break all of the financing stuff down, but first I want to get to the package structure because that's kind of a two-for-one today. We're going to be talking about how to price your packages as a functional health coach or health coach or whatever you want to call yourself, and then the financing opportunities with this company that I just learned about. We're not affiliated. I don't get any kick. I don't get anything from them. Kim Boehm taught me about it. She's an FDN that does very well for herself, and we are amazing immediately applying this. So let's break this down. In terms of the package pricing and how to structure it, when you go through the FDN course, Reed Davis will teach you that ideally you want to set a three-month program and use all of the FDN labs. And Reed is a phenomenal salesperson. He's very good at this. He was the one who enrolled I believe it was the first 2,000 FDN graduates or something, trainees, were enrolled by Reed Davis himself. That is insane to think about. And so now, of course, we have other people that help with this and the course enrollment team. But one guy was out there doing that. You know, he's good at what he does. He's good at talking to the right people about this course and getting them to enroll if he believes that they are going to be a good fit and it's going to benefit them. So he is the epitome of a good salesperson. With that said, Reed has recognized throughout the years based on the feedback from trainees and graduates alike that not everyone is like him in terms of being able to talk about this and sell it at a high level. And that does not mean you can't actually sell the same packages as him and charge what you should charge. But it might mean that your your way of getting to that level might have to be a little more incremental than just literally selling someone a $3,000, $4,000 package right up front, no exceptions, nothing else to do. You either pay this or you don't. And there's a way to do that. And so we can structure the packages in a certain way to make that work. I am not saying I have all the answers with packages. I am saying that we do this at my own business. There is a way to structure this. And then I learned something from Kim recently that I think she'd be okay with me sharing. So not only the financing thing, I learned something else from her. And so I wanted to share that with you guys as well. Here is how, unless you are already in a very established business or think that you are a phenomenal salesperson, this is how I would personally recommend considering structuring your packages nowadays. We're probably going to have three tiers and maybe like a 3.5. And the 0.5 I wouldn't have said at all, but the 3.5 thing came now from, again, what Kim said to me. I think you guys will enjoy this one. The first package, assuming that you're using lab testing, this is for health coaches and functional lab people who use lab testing because that's what FDNs do. The first package is going to be the lab that you are absolutely in love with. This is the lab that you feel like you have 
maybe a very personal experience with. And I know that sounds funny if you've never used labs, but when I say personal experience, maybe you have found something on these labs that was just so life-changing for you or it had such a big clue in your healing journey that you feel especially especially drawn to it for whatever reason. And we want to take this first package and use that lab and maybe only have like one or two consults, three tops. The reason that we're doing this is so that we can charge a very affordable price and get someone results to show them that this stuff works. Now, we want to be ethical about this, right? We always want to be ethical about anything that we're selling. We want to tell the person that it is very unlikely that just that one lab is going to get them to where they want to go. That's why we use all these labs. And if you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're not an FDN or something, we use a set amount of labs. We try to use like five or six with every single client. We don't make any money off those labs. So in fact, it's a hindrance to us to sell it to people, if you think about it, because they now have to pay extra money and we still have to get paid and we haven't gotten paid anything yet, but the labs need to get paid too. So we're not making any money off of this. This is not to push labs. It is because we genuinely believe to get people the results that we get, to get the stories that you get on this show consistently. Yeah, you're going to have to run more than one lab. You're probably going to have to look at several of them and a specific set of them, mind you, to figure out what is actually going wrong with this person to get them to where they want to go. With that said, there are certain labs that more often than not can probably do something for the person. I will say the reason that Reed created this system, though, and has all these labs together is because typically speaking, not there's not really one lab that works all the time for everyone. Versus the FDN system as a whole works all the time for everyone. Like you are going to get the person results for sure. You take the risk when you do this package setup with only one lab that, okay, you run a food sensitivity test. Maybe that wasn't their biggest problem. Or maybe they're one of the people who they remove their food sensitivities and they don't feel the dramatic difference from it. So you know that you're doing something positive for them, but they don't actually feel it. Well, there you go. I mean, that's kind of, that that could backfire on you. So Be smart when you do this. Try to think it through in your own practice. Think about who you work with. Is there a specific type of problem that you enjoy serving or is there a niche that you're in that you find more often than not um, one lab in particular might be beneficial? For example, if I was, well, and I do this, if I work with acne people, like severe cystic acne, and this is an easy one, but just something to think about, there is no way that anyone with severe cystic acne has a normal gut microbiome. They are not going to have that. Okay, so I can run a stool test and I can figure out what's going on there. I can look at their digestive function. I can look at their overall bacterial profile. I can see if they have any parasites. I can see if they have fungi. Not a perfect test, but at least good enough to find someone uh, something in someone with severe cystic acne. So there you go. That could be smart. Autoimmune patients, I find very often, I don't know if I would bank on this 100% of the time, but probably 80 plus percent of the time, autoimmune patients almost always have like some type of major food sensitivity that they've developed, whether it's like gluten or dairy. And for people to see their food sensitivities objectively on a lab test is very motivating for them to remove that food. If you get someone with autoimmunity to remove the gluten or dairy, they're probably going to feel pretty good in a matter of a month or two. So that's something that might be useful for autoimmune patients. And the list can go on and on, but I'm just asking you to think for your own practice, whether you're working with people already or you 
haven't worked with anyone, but you know who you want to work with, and you definitely need to do that before you start structuring package pricing, you need to figure out, okay, with this demographic and their problems that they have or specific problem that they have, if I could only run one lab on them, if it was me and I had this problem and knowing what I know now, I could only run one lab on myself, which lab would I choose for them to run? And you can take some time with this. This doesn't have to be done in the 30-minute podcast. It doesn't have to be done in even a day. Take some time and think, you know what? I really believe that this lab would be the most beneficial all of the time because that's the one I'm best with or that's the one I had an experience with. Whatever. Whatever the reason is, is fine. That can be personal to you. But really think that through. Really take some time to think that through. And then that would be your first package. And you would structure this in such a way that they give you or you give them the one lab and you maybe do one session with them. Maybe it's like a food sensitivity test and that's all that's required. If it's a gut test, you're definitely going to have to do more than one session, I would assume. So you have to uh, price this and structure this accordingly. But you want to structure it as a package. And I should have mentioned that before we got into this. The reason we want to always structure as a package is twofold. One, the number of clients you need to work with when you structure things as packages goes way down. I have a couple of naturopathic doctors near me that charge like three or $400, I believe, for a one-hour consult. And I'm not saying they aren't worth that. Perhaps they are. But the point is, the fact that they allow people to come in and do a one-hour consult, and let's say you work 40 hours a week, think about how many people, grant you that's a high-paying income, I get that, but think about how many people these doctors need to work with every single week to make a living versus someone who charges an appropriate amount for a package and then how many clients they need to bring in. I mean, let's say, I mean, they're a doctor. They should be making good money, right? Let's say they were making 150000 a year. Well, for 150000 a year, you would roughly need like 3000 a week. So they need to be working with 10 unique clients every single week, basically, to make that money because the 300 times 10 would be 3000 And then, of course, there's work on the back end, too. That's guys, it's kind of hard to bring in 10 new clients every single week. We have FDNs that do that, but you got to be intelligent about how you're doing this or in business for a while or very good with the internet. It could be all of those things or one, but that's not a particularly easy feat versus this. Let's say I'm trying to make 150,000 as an FDN and I instead have my $5,000 flagship program that maybe lasts, I don't know, four or five months. Well, now I need 30 clients in the year to figure that out versus if I was doing a new client every time I did that one hour consult, that would be 500 in the year because 52 times um, the 10. That's a lot of people. And this isn't to say that some of the people that the naturopathic doctors in my area work with can't buy more than one session. Obviously, they could. But you guys all know how this is. If someone is given the option to just buy one or two sessions versus a whole package, they're probably just going to buy the one or two sessions. And so this is not just a marketing or sales trick to get them into something more because that leads me to my second point. The second point is the level of service that you can give to your clients. Let's take price away from this completely for a second. If you have someone with autoimmunity sitting in front of you and you want to help that person, like let's again, it's your family member. Take away the money out of it. You're going to help them for free. Would you want one session with your family member or would you want 15 sessions with your family member? What what option do you think would be more likely to get that client, to get your family member in this case, the results that you want them to get? One or 15? 
obviously 15. So this package thing is not just a gimmick to get people to spend more money. It's to serve them at a higher level. And you should get money for providing that service. So that's okay too. But that's why this needs to be structured in this way, because you're actually selling people short when you do this. And I, again, I don't know their particular business. I, I like both of these naturopathic doctors. I'm not talking crap on them. I'm just saying that I wouldn't run a business that way because one, I need to take in a bunch of clients to make sure I'm living. And if I'm not living, how is that going to work? Am I showing up for my clients in the way that I need to if I'm constantly worried about money being in the bank or not being there and not having food on the table versus if I know, okay, I have a steady stream of clients. My bills are paid for the next few months in advance. Okay, great. I feel good about myself. I feel confident. I'm not stressed and I'm not bringing that to the table with an already stressed out sick person. That's not going to be a good energetic exchange for them, I don't think. So that's just not how I want to do business. And even if we half that number, let's say the average person comes to those NDs for two sessions or even three, you're still talking about 100 plus or 200 plus clients a year versus 30 FDN clients for the same exact thing. And you might say, well, Ev, it's hard to sell a $5,000 package. It's certainly harder to sell that than it is a $300 session. That would be absolutely correct. And just to make my math easy, let's call it a $500 session real quick. This is something to think about. And I've talked about this in another podcast. This is not my idea, but uh, Russell Brunson, a marketer, talks about this. And I thought it's brilliant. It is hard, yes, in this case, to sell a $500 product. Sure. It is not 10 times harder to sell a $5,000 product, though. So just let that sink in for a second. Really get that. Because that actually, I sat on that page and I really thought about this. It is hard to sell a $500 product. That is correct. It is not 10 times harder to sell a $500 one. And to really put this in perspective, if you don't, if you're thinking, well, maybe it is 10 times harder. Okay, how about this? A $5 product, it's hard to sell that. Any business is hard to start. You might be able to get your mom and dad and your cousin to buy it, but a random person to buy your product when they don't know about your business, it takes a lot of work. There's marketing, there's sales, there's branding, there's all this stuff that is required, whether your flagship product at your business is $5 or $5,000. And because of those factors, it is not a thousand times harder to sell a $5,000 product to one person than it is a $5 product to one person. It's just not. It's harder overall. It's not a thousand times harder, but yet you got a thousand times more money. See how that works? And so I'm not suggesting that it is the easiest thing in the world to go out and get 30 clients in a year and charge that amount, but we have FDNs doing it every single year. Like a lot of FDNs are doing that every single year. And then there's also the financing option, which again, I'm going to talk about in a moment here. But by the way, we charge $4,500 at my business for a three-month program. 4500 for a three-month program. So this does work. This is something that happens. I'm 27 without a college degree. If I can figure it out, I think you can figure it out. You just have to provide that good service. And we do that as FDNs. That's what we train you to do. So that would be your first package there is the entry-level one. If you can avoid this, I'd honestly say do it because you're taking a risk anytime that you only use one lap. But if you want to do that, that's fine. The second option here, second tier, is a pretty solid one. This is where you're going to... I'll, I'll teach you two things because you're going to use this in two ways. You're going to have around three labs that you really love. 
And I'll go back to the acne example. So for three labs that I love, I'm thinking, okay, cool. If I can run a gut test on these people, that would be amazing. Bam, I got that. They most likely have some food sensitivities and they're probably exhausted because, uh, for those that don't know, people with severe cystic acne, they'll start going online and get told that every little food in the world is a problem for them, even when it's not necessarily an issue. And so it'd be good for them to have objective data about which foods are which uh, which foods are or aren't bad for them. So, okay, I'd probably choose that one. And then I would guess that their hormonal balance is not so good, even though I'm not like a, I don't necessarily believe in like the whole hormonal acne thing, quote unquote, but it is, it is true to say that someone with a severe case of cystic acne is probably going to have some hormones that are out of whack. Most of the people that come to us are women. So that's already beneficial there too. Okay, cool. So I'm going to run this hormone thing. I'm going to have a food sensitivity test and I'm going to have a gut test. This is something that you need to clarify for your specific demographic and the niche or niches that you serve. So just think about that with as much depth as you would have the first one, except it's a little easier in a certain way because you don't have to think of three new labs. I mean, you're probably thinking of the lab that you had in the first package, and then you're adding on another two. That would just logically make sense. Why would you be picking three completely different labs? It's just two new ones that you're adding on. Now, this one, of course, as you can already tell, if I have three labs in it, I'm going to, I mean, bare minimum, bare minimum, I'm going to need three sessions. I'm most likely going to need six or seven. So we have the labs, we have that, and then we have any supplement costs afterwards. Of course, this package could be anywhere from, I mean, if you're really new and really lacking confidence, it could be as low as like 1300 I guess, but it's probably going to be upwards of fifteen to 2000 1500 to 2000 So that's not particularly cheap either. You're kind of getting into that range where it's not like a no-brainer for many people um, as like a few hundred or several hundred dollar package might be. So how do we work this one? Well, Again, one simple way is just that this could be the base level thing that you offer. And if you offer in-house payment plans, you don't even have to do the financing thing that I'm talking about in uh, a second at the end of this podcast. But if you just break that down in-house, let's say, I know this actually off the top of my head. So the stool test, I got my calculator, one sec, just so I give you guys accurate numbers. We got the stool test, that would be 434. We have the food sensitivity test, 355. And then we have the hormone test, which is like 263 with shipping. So I'm at $1,000 in labs right now. So that's important to note. And then let's say I want to do seven sessions with these people. And I want to make sure I'm making at least $100 per session because there's work that goes on outside of it. Um, I obviously have to sit there for the 45, 50 minutes and work with the client. So I want to be making bare minimum $60 an hour total. So I would need to charge about $100 per session to do that. I'm not going to explicitly say that it's $100 per session. I'm going to work that into my package. So now I'm at $1,752. We'll call it $1,750 to be easy. What I can do here is I can say, okay, Mr. Mrs. So-and-so, it's an upfront cost of $1,000 and then two monthly payments of whatever, $375. I hope that's right. Monthly (laughs) divided by two. Okay, good. My math is correct. Then two monthly payments of $375. And obviously that sounds a lot better than the $1,750. We can't negate the lab costs, so they're going to have to pay that up front. But I can get paid as I'm doing my sessions. Because if I'm doing a stool test, it's going to be a month before we really get that back anyway. So now they paid the $1,000. We haven't really worked together extensively. And by the time that first session comes up, the $375 would have already been due. 
You see how that works? So you're actually still getting the payments for the sessions that you would have completed and the work that you would have done long before you actually got on the phone with them. Maybe not long before, but long enough that it's significant and it allows you to do this work with confidence. So I hope that makes sense. The other way that this package would be used as even though it could be used as just uh, your baseline package if you don't want to do single sessions and single labs is you can do this as the downsell. And 3.5 can also be the downsell as well. So this will all make sense and connect uh, by the time we're done. When I say it's the downsell, like I have that $4,500 package at the uh, business, right? It is statistically true that some people, even in America, yes, cannot afford that. They, they really just cannot afford that. The money does not exist in their bank account. And that is not limiting beliefs. It's not opinion. That is statistics. That actually is true. Okay. So what I can say is if I note that they're super interested, if I believe that I can help them even on this middle package, I can start by informing them of what the $4,500 package is and what it entails. And then if their main objection is money and we figure out that it really is money and we can't get past that together, then you could drop it down to this other package. And then, of course, they could a la carte the rest of the stuff if and when they needed it. But they could drop be dropped down to that package. You start there and then work with them through that. Two ways that that can be used. Again, it could be your baseline thing. You might not even want to introduce a single lab package to people, which I totally get and actually respect. Um, but sometimes we got to do what we got to do. And then similarly, you could use it as the downsell. There is a uh, there's an interesting book called Influence by Robert Cialdini. And there's seven principles in there, if I'm not mistaken. And one of the principles was this principle of reciprocity. And reciprocity is something that apparently operates at a very subconscious level. What they did, and don't quote me on the numbers precisely, but I actually think I remember this pretty well. Even so, the concept and lesson would be there regardless of whether or not my numbers are correct. What they did is they did these studies on uh, Boy Scouts and how, they, how well they could sell popcorn. So they sent the Boy Scouts out and they had a $1 product and a $5 product. And they would try to go out and have them sell the $1 product. When they tried to sell the $1 product, I think they had about a 63% closing rate. Not terrible. Pretty good. But they're Boy Scouts. They're probably cute, right? You want to help them out. So 63%, eh, great, but not amazing. Then what they did instead is have the Boy Scouts go out and offer a $5 product. And when they offered the $5 product and they were told no... Then they offered that $1 product again. Basically, this would be me going to your door and I'm like, hi, I'm a Boy Scout. I have popcorn here. It's a big bag and it's $5. Would you like to buy? And you say, oh, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I, I'm gluten-free and I have a cross-reactivity to corn, so I, I can't have this young man. <laughs> and then what I would do is say, oh, okay, no problem. Would you like this $1 bag instead? They found that the closing rate went from like 63% to 80-something percent. Now it's the same product. It's the same $1 bag of popcorn. But the reciprocity, again, this is not conscious. They're not literally feeling like they did them a favor. This is something subconscious where they perceived the reciprocity to be that, oh, you offered me this $5 thing first, and then it was almost a favor to do the $1 thing. Again, this is on a subconscious level. And the closing rate went up that much because of that. It's amazing. So if you know that you can help the person, if you know this, it's your duty to sell. Selling is not some sleazy bad thing. At least it shouldn't be, that's for sure. It's not selling if you are doing that. Selling is helping someone that has a problem solve that problem. That's what it is. So if you can't solve a problem and you have someone buy something, that would be bad. If you 
know that the person will not be able to use the thing that you're selling them for whatever reason, that would be bad. But if you know someone has a problem and that they would do what you're asking them to do and that you can help them and then they have other objections, it is your duty not to be pushy, but try to be as convincing as possible to let them know, hey, we, we have a solution here. You got to try this. These can be cool techniques then to use if and when you know that you can help the person and they might have some kind of barrier for whatever reason mentally. That's two ways to use that package. Third and final one is your flagship package. This is the big boy. This is the one that you want to sell, right? It's going to make you the most money. It is going to serve the client at the highest level. You are going to get referrals all the time from these packages because the person's life is going to be different after working with you for these many, uh, this amount of months, however many it is for you. For us, it's three minimum. Their life's going to be changed. You did a great thing. You helped someone and you get the most referrals from these groups. And this is the amazing part because I always, I, sorry, I'm speaking like this because it's always so hard sometimes when we're working with trainees or recent graduates, if they haven't been in business, they have a lot of hesitancy around like selling their services. And then yet the irony of this is the people who get the most referrals as FDNs, this is not even a close comparison. There's not a close second. The people who get the most referrals are the people who sell the most high level packages. Oh, but I thought you were so bad for selling people a $4,500, $5,000 package. Well, no, you got them results. I mean, think about your own health issues. What would you have paid to get those better? When I had seven different diagnosed conditions at 18, if I had the money, I would have paid $50,000 to get these things resolved. I don't know if there actually is a limit monetarily of what I would have paid. It probably would have been more if I had it. So $4,000, $5,000 for what we offer, a precise system that can help people nearly 100% of the time. Yeah, you better sell that if you know that you can help them and they're qualified for this. The last package, flagship one, the big boy, $4,500. And that is going to be all the labs. Now, I can only speak for FDN. Maybe you have a slightly different setup. But all the labs is, at, I mean, at least five or six. And that's what we do at FDN. We have our core program that we teach you when you go through the course. And we always recommend using all those labs. Likewise, we also recommend that you work with people for the appropriate amount of time to actually go through those labs and implement the protocols. And that should be a minimum of three months. So our $4,500 package at my business includes all of that. And we work for the uh, with the person for three months. It might go over that just because, you know, scheduling or whatever, but technically it's three months. And you're going to have more and more sessions. And you're going to get the person great results when you do that. The 3.5 program is basically that top package, the 4,500 one, with less sessions. And I thought this was brilliant that Kim did this. Now, again, you run into a similar issue. So you got to be careful with this because you're going to need to have a method for getting a lot of clients. And Kim is a very good businesswoman. She knows what she's doing. And she gives a lot of talks in person. So she's out there. She's putting herself out there. And then she's getting more and more referrals because of this. But depending on your method for getting clients and what level you're at in business and how well you feel that you do in like terms of like marketing and getting these clients and exposing yourself to them, this might be for you. It might not be for you. Maybe it's on a case by case basis. I'm not sure. But she has this package that is like between the second one and the third one. So for us, let's call it like 2,500, 2,600, where she does offer all the labs. So she's able to serve the client at this high level, but it's for basically super type A, highly motivated people. The whole point of it is she doesn't feel necessarily that she needs three months or four months worth of sessions to work with people who are willing to do the work and just implement immediately what was told to them uh, as a result of the labs. I thought this was pretty smart. 
So then what she does is she says, well, this package is 2,500 and you just get less sessions. Bam, there you go. And you save the person like $1,000, $2,000, depending on what your top one was. And you work with them less, yes, but they still get all of the, all of the labs. If they want additional sessions, then it's a la carte and they can just buy more. Again, the one downside to this is that you're going to need more clients, but this can be, I think a lot of people from the sales side, they fall in love with the idea of using all the labs. They understand that it's necessary, but maybe that price is a differentiator for them. So this can be a great way to do it is make that 3.5. I actually, I only learned about this a couple of weeks ago. I haven't sold any of those yet, but we are thinking about that for my own business and we'll figure out how that goes and what it works or what it looks like. And I'll let you guys know once we have worked with a few people that have done that to see if the results were the same and the satisfaction was the same. It'll be interesting to see. But the last thing I have for you today is the financing that I promised. And this program is absolutely wonderful. It is called Advanced Care Card, and you can find it on advancedcarecard.com. I'll put it in the show notes. We are not affiliated. And the biggest proof of that is you don't actually pay anything as the practitioner to use this. I love this aspect of what they're doing. There is no fee to you as the practitioner. What Advanced Care Card is is it basically is a very specific type of credit card that has the 0% uh, for 15 months for good to excellent credit. And then there's even a few other things on here that we haven't used yet myself, but apparently it can um, help out with even really crappy credit. So the point is, though, if you have someone with like good or excellent credit and now you have a $4,500 package and you divide that by the 15, you're looking at $300 a month payment. And the crazy part about this is, this is what I couldn't believe. They give you as the practice all the money up front. So you will get, basically what will happen is you'll get this credit card or the client will get this credit card. They swipe it with you for the 4,500. So you got your entire thing in full, all the labs, all the expenses paid, all the sessions. And now they get to pay for it over 15 months instead of all up front. And let's say it's a three-month protocol. So for $900, they just got all those labs, all those sessions, and they feel like a million bucks. And it's probably going to be a lot easier for them to go make money once they feel amazing. I know that was true for me. I'm sure it's true for you as well. Kind of cool how that works, right? So that's advancedcarecard.com. I will put a little disclaimer on this. I know Kim was definitely already successful in business prior to applying. Um, we were having some success myself when we applied to this. And my point is they ask for like the income of the business currently. I do not know what level that played in us getting approved for this. But once you're in, you're in. And no one asked for any like proof of anything. I just literally wrote something down. Kind of like you would on a normal credit card application. Except obviously you're not the one applying for the credit card here. You're basically applying to be a provider for the business. And yeah, we got approved and I'm so excited for this. There's no limit to how many people you can work with. They finance apparently as little as $500, which I thought was weird, but, and I'm sure there's many interest things on that, but just something to consider. But on the higher end, they go as high as $25,000. And you're like, well, what client am I gonna be charging that for? Maybe not any client, but I thought about that for families. Sometimes, you know, I just, the other day we were talking with, um, my mom who knows a mom and like two or three kids and i was like wow that's gonna be a lot of money to try to figure out for them but i'm like wait a second no it's not because we can just finance it on the card and get them to a really reasonable monthly payment and give them a discount for like signing three people up at once yeah so that that's just something i wanted to share with you guys this is so big for us as practitioners and to know that we can get approved as fdns is amazing 
Um, because I'm only an FDN. Kim's a nurse, so I thought that maybe was why she got approved, but I am an FDN. I do have that in-person business. I don't know if that helps, but there are no other credentials that I added on. My understanding is that any FDN can go apply for this, and I would I would get it figured out. And then the card just has to be used with your business. It's attached to your business. When the person gets the credit card, they can't just like go to the store and start buying bananas and stuff. They have to swipe it right then and there. And I haven't applied this yet, but something that you might want to consider, I'll just plant the seed for you, is that obviously supplement costs come up for people afterwards. It might be smart to tell, like, let's say you, again, charge a $4,500 package, no supplements included. It might be smart to just say, hey, it's a $5,000 package and your first month of supplements is included if you do it this way. Because then they can just swipe at the business. You guys buy uh, the supplements for them and drop ship the order. I don't know. Just I'm, I'm throwing things out there and I don't want to get rambly, but I thought this was really cool. And I think this is a huge game changer for FDNs and other health practitioners out there. With that said, all right. In summary, thank you for bearing with me. I can't even believe I made it for 40 minutes. My ibuprofen is kicking in because, yes, I do use Western medicine when it's appropriate and useful. I felt a little slurry, though, so I hope I didn't sound that way on here. I apologize if I did. But in summary, the packages. You got your one basic one, not necessarily recommended, but use it if you have to. And you're going to do one lab and one to three sessions. This is your entry-level thing always to give the person good results to show them why you are worth um, adding on more labs with and more sessions with. That's the entire point of that one. The second tier, you have three labs and maybe six to seven sessions, depending on what you think is right. And it's going to be a $1,500 to $2,500 package. And you can use it as a standalone or you can use it as a downsell from your main package. Main package is going to have five to six tests and you are going to have um, at least probably three months worth of sessions, depending on who you are. And then that can be financed if you want. And then you have your 3.5, which is higher than the two, less than the three, but the 3.5 can be used in cases where you really know that the person needs all the labs, like there's not even a chance for them. If they don't use all the labs, they're super type A and motivated, and maybe they just don't need all of the sessions. And then advancedcarecard.com is where you can find that place and apply for it as your business. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again soon and bringing back another interview and not having to talk solo the entire time. I need to heal up the jaw. We got some exciting stuff coming up soon. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Take care.